today we're going to focus on uh, two things we're going to look at our mind and how it works it's called fixed and growth mindset we're going to look at our mindset because it's very very important to understand that our mindset it plays a very important role when we have to make decisions whether you are a christian or you're not a christian all of us will use our minds to make decisions and and sometimes we make decisions uh, out of emotions out of emotions and in most cases if we make decisions out of emotions it's not helpful one other thing we need to understand is our lives are based on how we think our lives are based on how we think our lives are based on how we think if you think right you will live right if you think right you will live right if you make right decisions you will live with less regrets in life but if you keep on making wrong decisions you'll keep on regretting and regretting and regretting uh, for the rest of your life because some of the decisions that you make today may not affect us today every decision that uh, we make in life it comes as a package you remember the aqua fresh it's all in one <laughs> decisions that we make they come as a package it comes with what you call consequences or results or outcomes the outcome might be good or it might be bad but at the end it's attached to a decision that you make every decision that you make it's attached to a consequence it could be a little or a minor decision or a bigger decision but at the end of it all it's attached to a consequence so which means if you make a wrong decision the consequences will be wrong you cannot make a wrong decision then at the end you have the right consequence it does not work like that it comes as a package it comes attached you cannot separate your decision from the consequences of your decision so if you want to have a good or a better life a life with less regrets you just have to make the right decisions you just have to make the right decisions today we are results of the decisions that we have made yesterday some of us we are still suffering the consequences of the decisions that we made five years ago some people are still suffering the consequences of the decisions that we made maybe 10 years ago it resonates with you as I speak like this you start to realize oh I'm here because I made a blunder because I made a bet or some of us we are enjoying life today because we made the right decisions five years ago you made the right investments and now you are enjoying the the outcomes of, of the investment that you have made you might have invested in your education then you got a promotion that's how life is every decision that we make it has consequences at the end sometimes the consequences may not be what we we want so it's very very important to learn to make right decisions in life 
Let's go to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. It says, There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. It leads to death. So, there is the right way, and there is the wrong way. And sometimes there's a, a way that may look right to you, but at the end, that way end up leading to death. It can lead to death. Remember last week we talked about death. Death, we said, is a separation. Death simply means separation. So, which means that wrong decision may lead to the death of your career. It may lead to the death of your relationship. It may lead to the death of your church. It may lead to the death of your spiritual walk. It may lead to the death of your friendship. So, if we make the right decisions, it will build our, our families, it will build our relationships, it will build our career. But if we make wrong decisions, it ends up in death. There are two main mindsets uh, that we, we all navigate life with. The first one is what they call the growth mindset, and the second one is the fixed mindset. It's a fixed mindset having a growth mindset is very very helpful and that's what we are going to to focus on today if you want to live a life uh, and being successful in life you must have a growth mindset because a fixed mindset uh, you know the people who, who believe in in being or having a fixed mind, mindset they believe that their qualities are fixed therefore they cannot change then it means you cannot change me that's who we are in other words i i'm set i'm okay you will never change us and as long as you have that fixed mindset you'll never grow in life Sometimes you have to break off the tradition so that you can bring the change that you need in your life. No. 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 You have to change your mindset. You have to change your mindset. You have to change your mindset. Let's say very good Danny. You get a Charles Matonsi. You could have a coven take what Danny, you get a Tibumbeni. Nether and Kurela Coho. Nell Lacoqualaya. Shower Binzulani. And that's the end of my life. Sometimes you have to break that belief system. And you say, I can, I can move out of this place because all I know. It means that's all. <laughs> that's all that I know. All I know is Angoma. That's it. So I have to start to think outside Dan. I have to start to think outside Marie. I have to start to think outside Zangom. I have to start to think outside Julisbeck. So that's how uh, that's how it is. That's how it is. So we, we should um, we should start to think differently. 
We should start to think differently. So if 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 you do not think differently, your life will never change. Your life will never change. So if you have a fixed mindset, you believe that things will never change. You believe that talent alone leads to success and your effort are not required. You know, they believe that um, their basic abilities, their intelligence, their talents, they are all fixed. In other words, they, they will never change. They will never change. And that's not how life is. But if you have a growth mindset, growth mindset people have an underlying belief that their learning and intelligence can grow with time and experience. People believe that they can become smarter in other areas of their lives. They can start to manage their finances better. They can, they can have a better marriage. They can have better relationships. You cannot say it is fixed. No, your relationship can grow. Your relationship can, get, can, can become better. You can, become, you can grow in your career. You can become a teacher. You can become a manager. You can become a, you know, an HOD. You can become a, 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 a vice principal. You can become a principal. You can become anything. That's a growth mindset. That's a growth mindset. So I want us to, uh, to look at this. Let me share my screen with you. We have two people here. Two minds. We have two minds here. Let's see if I can get this to you. The green, it represents growth. The other color, I think it's pink. It represents a fixed mind, mindset. And I want us to look at these two mindsets and see how they work. How these two people work. And, and let me say this, you can change, by the way. You can change from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And you say, my ministry can grow. My church can grow. You are not fixed to one, to one place. You are not fixed to one area. So it all depends on how you think. It all depends on how you think. I want us to go to the book of John chapter 9. Uh, John chapter 9 from verse 1 to 7. Uh, let me see if I can share my screen with you so you can be able to see. John chapter 9. From verse, verse 1 to 7. What we will see here, we will see Jesus healing the blind man. Actually, we will see about two or three of the blind men who were healed. I want us to see the different ways that they were healed. John chapter 9 verse 1 through 7 says, As Jesus was walking along, he saw a blind man. He had been blind for, um, from birth. Verse 2, Rabbi, his disciples asked him, Why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? I know we talked about this the other time in one of the in one of the audios. It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. 
This happened to the power and so that the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the task assigned us by the one who sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. But while I'm here in the world, I'm the light of the world. Now I want us to focus on verse 6 and verse 7. Let's see how did Jesus heal this blind man who was born blind. Then he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, go, wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. That's the first man. He was, he was born blind. Jesus applied some mud. He applied, I mean, he spit on the ground, made some, some mud, and he applied the mud on the man's eyes. And he told him to go and wash in the pool of Siloam. His disciples were watching. They said, wow. So this is how you heal a blind man's eyes. This is how you heal somebody who is blind. Now let's go to the book of Mark chapter 8 verse 22. Here we find another scenario also. Here is another blind man. They came to Bethsaida and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. Let's look at what he did when he had spit they said oh oh we know we know that's how he does it <laughs> he always spits on the ground then he makes some mud and he touches his eyes that's how he is blind people right i mean that's that's how that's what they believed and they saw him doing it again when he had spit they said oh he's about to heal him again on the man's eyes look at what he did next and he put his eyes i mean his hands on him and Jesus asked him, do you see anything? How? Now it's different. He did not apply the mud. He did not tell him to, uh, to go and wash in the pool. So he just spit on his eyes. And he touched him. Then he says, do you see anything? No, this is not how you usually heal the blind person. I'm sure his disciples... They were wondering, but now it's like he's doing it differently. Let's look at verse 24. Then he looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. So he could see, but still it was not clear. Verse 25. Once more Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored. And he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him away saying, don't go back into the village on your way home. Don't go back to the village on your way home. Now we see the second way, I mean this second man, Jesus used a different strategy. He spit on his eyes, he touched him, and he asked him, do you see anything? And when he said, yeah, I can see, but it's not clear, it's okay. And he touched him again, and now his eyes were open. And even gave him an instruction. Don't go back to the village. Some of us, after our eyes have been opened, we should not go back to the village. You should not go back to the people that you used to uh, to work with or to grow with or to, to befriend with. You know, you have to go to a different place. F find a different 
group, find a different uh, community. We will talk about that maybe some other time. But for today, let's focus on how did Jesus heal the blind man. Now, he used a different strategy. Let's look at the third one, the blind Bartimaeus. It's a story that we all know here. That's in Mark chapter 10, verse 46. It's about two chapters after he healed the man in Bethsaida. Mark chapter 10, verse 46. Jesus and his disciples went to Jericho. And as they were leaving, they were followed by a large crowd. And blind, a blind man or a blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. Ba means son of. Timaeus, that was the name of the father. So, by John or son of John. So, Ba means son of. He was sitting uh, beside the road. When he heard that it was Jesus from Nazareth, he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Many people told the man to stop. But he shouted even louder. Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him over. They called out to the blind man and said, don't be afraid. Come on. He's calling you or he's calling for you. The man threw off his coat as he jumped up and ran to Jesus. Now from verse 51, I'm sure here the disciples were expecting Jesus to spit again or to mix the soil and form the mud again. They expected Jesus to do something and, and touch his eyes. But look at what he did, verse 51. And Jesus asked, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man answered, Master, I want to see. Verse 52, Jesus told him, you may go. Uh-oh. What? He just told him, you may go. Your eyes are healed because of your faith. This is different. This is unusual. This is not what we know. Right away the man could see. And he went down the road with Jesus. He went down the road with Jesus. Now what we see here is, we see Jesus using different ways to heal the blind people. His disciples, they expected him to do the same thing, to keep repeating the same thing. With a man who was born blind, Jesus made blood, I mean, he made mud, and he sent him to, to the pool of Siloam. The man at beside them, he spit on the man's eyes, and Jesus put his hands on the man, uh, on his eyes, and he told him that his eyes are healed. The blind Bartimaeus, Jesus told him to go, for his eyes were healed by faith now when we talk about fixed mindset fixed mindset in other words as a result of our previous experiences we expect things to be done a certain way things have to be done the way i think if things are done differently that's not what i expect and as long as you have the fixed mindset you expect that people will behave a certain way people will do things the way you like You'll always get disappointed in life. We have to get rid of a fixed mindset if we want to be successful in life. Fixed mindset in our relationships, fixed mindset in our financial management, fixed mindset in the way we manage our debts, fixed mindset in our lives. 
As long as you have a fixed mindset, you'll keep on doing the same thing. Your actions will keep on repeating and you keep on getting the same outcomes. Let, let's look at this uh, diagram here. Because what you have to understand is our mindset always determine our belief systems. And the way you behave, all your actions are based on your belief systems. If you believe that something is right, that's how you will behave. And you'll continue to get the same outcomes. Last week I made a joke and some people, you know, they commented on it. that, You know, sometimes you, you get into a relationship, especially if you are a young, young person. You get into a relationship with the same person with a different name. Because of your, your mindset, because of your belief systems, because of your actions, you keep on getting the same outcomes. And you wonder why you're not moving in your life. You wonder why your life keeps on repeating the same because you keep on making the same mistakes. I want us to quickly, quickly go through these two different mindsets. A fixed mindset and a growth mindset. We should not be like the disciples. We should be like Jesus who, 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 who allowed... His ministry to take different forms and different shapes, you know, to keep on growing. So we should not have a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset says, I do not know how to do something. A growth mindset says, I can learn it. I can learn it. I've heard this uh, from many, many teachers. You know, sometimes you, 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 talk, you talk to them about computers. They will tell you, oh, you know, I'm a, uh, what in my, in my BB, what, I forgot what it is. We are the old people, we are the old-fashioned, born before technology, BBTs. I cannot learn. You know, it reminds me, there is one uh, lady that we used to go to church with. She, she was, I think she was about 70, 70, 71 or so. She went back to college to study, and she graduated. She got a degree. Some of you might know her, uh, Mama Sarah. She used to come with us to South Africa on a mission trip with, with white hair. Uh, she was a little bit old. I think she was the oldest in our team. So what I'm trying to say is we can learn. Don't undermine yourself. Don't look down upon yourself. You can still get that certificate that you need. You can still get that diploma. You can still get that degree. You can grow. You can learn something new if you have a growth mindset. Your church can still grow. Don't think that's the end. You will not end up with 50 people or, or 20 people. Your church can grow. You must have a growth mindset. Don't have a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset says, I tried it once and I failed. A growth mindset says, I tried it once and I have learned. In other words, to you, failure is not the end. Failure is a lesson. Failure. There's one guy, Thomas Edison. He's the one who, uh, I think, who uh, who designed a, a light bulb, the light bulbs that we use today in our houses. So this guy, they say he failed more than hundred times doing this experiment to make a bulb. And when they interviewed, they said, "Oh, you failed hundred times." They said, "No, I did not fail hundred times. I learned how not to do it." hundred times. So failure to you should mean this is not how I should do it. And I learn from that experience. But then it should not stop you. You cannot say I failed, therefore I stop. By the way, all of us have failed in life at some point. All of us. 
There's no exception. All of us, your school principal, your teacher, your manager, your director, your president, any, all of us who have failed at some point in our lives. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is when successful people fail, they do not stop, they keep moving, they keep trying. People who are unsuccessful in life, when they fail, they just stop. That's the end of it. If you ask them, why don't you decide, no, we have failed, we tried it and it failed. We tried to start a business, it failed. We tried to go to school and I failed. You know, I failed standard four, I failed whatever class, then I stopped. I failed at UNISA, then I stopped. That's why you cannot move on. So we must have a growth mindset that when I fail, I keep trying. Fifth mindset said, this is who I am. I'm either good at it or I'm not good at it. A growth mindset says, I can learn anything I want to. Fixed mindset says, when I'm frustrated, I give up. A growth mindset says, when I'm frustrated, I persevere. I keep moving. A fixed mindset says, I don't like to be challenged. You always avoid challenges. A growth mindset says, I want to challenge myself. I can do it. I can do it. A fixed mindset says, when I fail, I'm not good. A growth mindset says, when I fail, I learn. We can use difficult situations to learn something. During the, the lockdown, what is it that you learn? I know of some people who took some classes during the lockdown. They learned how to use a computer. Some they learned how to use Zoom. Instead of just sitting at home watching TV, you learn a new skill. You learn what you can do. And that's a skill that you can use when everything opens up. Some people, they were reading books on some of the skills or things that they wanted to learn, but they did not get an opportunity to learn. So during, the, uh, during, during that time when nothing was going on, they were busy reading, they were busy studying, they were busy growing. That's a growth mindset. Instead of sitting at home and getting bored, you use that time to grow your skills. When, when everything opens up, you have a new skill that you have learned. It's a growth mindset. It's a growth mindset. Instead of just sitting and complain and complain and complain and watch TV. If you succeed, I get threatened. That's how a fixed mindset think. But a growth mindset says, if you succeed, I'm inspired. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. So which means you can grow. You can succeed. You know, some people, they think when somebody succeeds, it means there is not enough for them. When God answered somebody's prayer, when God answered your neighbor's prayer, you should rejoice with them. You should celebrate with them. Actually, tell yourself that God has answered my neighbor's prayers. It means God is, Jesus is around. I'm next. I'm next. I'm next. He will answer my prayer too. You should get inspired, celebrate with them, rejoice with them. Don't feel jealous when somebody succeeds. A fixed mindset says there is not enough for us. A growth mindset says we serve a God who is more than enough. If he can bless my neighbor, he can bless me too. That's a growth mindset. Fixed mindset says my abilities determine everything. If I'm not able to do it, I cannot do it. 
A growth mindset says, my effort and attitude determine everything. I can take the next step. A fixed mindset says, nobody believes in my dreams. A growth mindset says, I believe in my dreams. I believe in the vision that God has given me, and I can do it. A fixed mindset says, this is too hard. A growth mindset says, this is a challenge. Difficult uh, positions or difficult situations, difficult days, does not make things impossible for me. It could be difficult, but I can still do it. Just because it's hard, it does not mean it's not doable. A fixed mindset says, I'm not good enough. A growth mindset says, I'm more than enough with Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. A fixed mindset says, I don't have... A growth mindset says, I have all that I need to succeed. A fixed mindset says, failure is the limit of my abilities. Growth mindset says, failure of opportunity and growth. In actual fact, uh, sometimes you even have to change your language. Instead of saying, I have a problem. Because if you say it's a problem, it means it's an insurmountable mountain. You cannot go through it. But if you say, I have a challenge. In other words, I'm being challenged, but I can overcome this challenge. So instead of saying, I have a problem, you say, I am challenged. I have a challenge. I can, I can win. I can overcome this challenge. I like uh, uh, Pastor Marcellus' ministry. Overcomers, you are overcomers. You are over that attitude of being an overcomer. It makes a big, big difference, Pastor, Pastor Michelle. We have to continue to say, Yes, we are overcomers. We are overcomers. We are overcomers through Christ. We are more than conquerors in Christ. A fixed mentality says, I give up easily. Whereas a growth mentality says, I keep trying and never give up. You keep trying and never give up. A fixed mentality says, I avoid challenges. Whereas a growth mentality says, I keep trying and I will never give up. Fixed mentality says, I stick to what I know. A growth mentality says, I learn from feedback. If somebody sends you to town and you don't find what you are looking for, let's say, you go to check us and don't find it. A fixed mentality will just go back home and say, A growth mentality will say, Okay, let me go and check at pick and pay. Let me go and check if game doesn't have it. Let me go and check in other places. That's how a growth mentality works. A fixed mentality will come back and say, Oh, but you have to think outside that. Can I go and check some other places? Can I ask? Can I call somebody and ask him? Can I call Pastor Shkwamban and ask him? Maybe he might know something that I do not know. Can I consult with him? I mean, there are things that I consult with him also, like financial issues. I'm not a specialist in that area. I call him and ask him for advice. And he says, oh, this is the best account. You rather move your finances from here to here. Because he works with it. He knows better than I do. But if I just say, I do not know and I sit down. How will I grow? How will I learn? You must have a growth mentality. Fixed mentality says I will never improve. A growth mentality says I'm inspired by other people's success. 
Yes, I can improve. Yes, I can grow. Let's look at these two pictures here. A fixed mentality is locked. <laughs> yeah, just locked. You, you cannot move. A growth mentality is great. It can grow. You can do better. You can move to a better uh, situation in your life. So we have to understand the two different mentalities in our lives. Let's not, go, let's not put God in a box. God can do anything. Any living thing in life grows. It does not stay the same. Even your situation, it will change. And I always, I always remind people that all situations are temporal. No matter how painful it is, no matter how difficult it is, your situation is temporal. It can change. You must have a growth mentality. You must believe that your situation can change. You might be going through a pain right now. Allow yourself to go through that transi uh, transition. It will change. It will change. You must have a growth mentality. Things will get better. Things will get better. There's a reason why our front windshield, our front windscreen in the car, it's bigger than the, the, the rear view mirrors, the, the small mirrors that looks in the back. Because we are moving forward. We must look forward. That's how we have a big windscreen. Because we are not driving backwards. We are driving forward. And your life must be that also. Always believe that things will get better. Believe that with God, things can work out. No matter how difficult the situation is, your situation can change. You must have a growth mentality. Don't be fixed. No, always, then I mix some erdaga, then I totamati. He does not always work like that. God can use different people. At some point, he even used a donkey. God has a different way of working. God can even use stones and rocks. Yes, what can I say? He once said, God can use these stones to praise him, to worship him. If you do not want people to worship God. So God can do anything. At, let's not put God in a box. God can use you. You must have a growth mentality. Yes, he can use you in ministry. He can use you to change lives. He can use you to change your family. He can use you to change your village. He can use you to change your area. He can use you to change your block. You must believe that God has a plan with your life. You can reach far in life. You can go beyond in life. God can use anything. He can use you. Things will not always be the same. And things will not always be done the same way. Or things will not always be done the way you expect them to be done. Because God can do it differently. You must have open minds when you go to God. Trust God. Believe God that He can do it. Growth does not stay in comfort zone. As long as you are comfortable, you are not growing. Comfort and growth are not synonymous. They are not friends. They are not relatives. When you are growing, you will be uncomfortable. As long as you are comfortable, you will not grow. So you must have a mindset that says, it might be uncomfortable to study. It might be uncomfortable uh, to move to a different place. But that's how I will grow. As long as you are staying in the same place, as long as you have the same mindset, you'll never grow. By the way, a fixed mindset will never repent. When you have a growth mentality, when you have a growth mindset, when you know that you have made the mistake, you have blundered, you have said something that you're not supposed to say, you should be able to say, I'm sorry. 
To me, that shows a growth mindset. You accept that you can make mistakes. A fixed mindset, they believe that they are always right. They never make any mistake. That's why Proverbs 14, verse 12 says, there is a way that may seem right. It's a fixed mindset. It's a fixed mindset. But at the end, it will lead to the death of your relationship. If you can't say, I'm sorry. If you can't apologize, if you only made a mistake. It's not helping you. It will work against you. It will work against your relationship. It will work against your business. It will work against your success. You must be willing to accept change in your life. You know why people have nervous breakdown? It's because they believe things should be done this way. And when things are done differently, they end up having nervous breakdown. A fixed mindset results in nervous breakdown in most cases. We, we must be flexible and say, God can use a person that you do not access, you expect. God can do things differently. You know, a reed in the river, it does not break because it bends. It adjusts with the water. It adjusts with the When there are floods, all those reeds, they bend. They bend. Then after the water has subsided, then the reeds, they stand up again. And they continue to move. And that's how life is. As long as you want to stand still with your fixed mindset and you do not want to bend, you will break. Life will break you. Life will break you. You must loosen up. Must have a growth mind mindset. Be prepared to learn something new in life. Be prepared to learn something new from other people. You have to study the word of God so you can grow, so you can know more. Study books. Be open-minded. Be willing to learn something new in life. Trust God. Be like Peter. Nobody had ever walked on water. But Peter, he had faith that I can walk on. As long as Jesus says it, I will do it. Peter has a growth mindset. He believed that he can do something that he has never done before. Maybe it's time for you also to try to do something new, something that you have never done before in your life. It's time to start doing that, you know, to move into the new area that you have never been in life. Put your first foot in the water. Try something new. Try a new business. Try a new career. Try a new ministry. Try something that God is inspiring to do. When God speaks to you, trust him. When God said to when Jesus said to Peter, Come, Peter took Jesus so serious. He took him at his word and he started to walk on the water. I don't know what God is saying in your life. To try something new. To try something new. To try something new. To try something new. Everything you see in life is subject to change. So we have to trust God that God is with us and God will continue to guide us and to lead us in everything that we do. Amen.